You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. Yeah. Do you want me to say more? Uh, yeah, you're supposed to say a lot more. Like? This is a bi-weekly, or you'll say like bilingual or bisexual or biracial, something stupid. I'm not sure... First of all, I think that you're actually like we're in the middle of the intro. I don't think this is time to do this. I, here's what I feel. I feel <laughs> like you're you're making it seem like I always do the same thing every time. No, I no, but you know, just start. Okay, but now you're making me feel bad. I just want you. I'll give you money to start. I'll pay um, you to start. Okay. Wow. So I'm like someone you can pay to do stuff like that. <laughs> Dave, the kind of person that I am. Dave. Uh, no, it's just weird. Dave. For me. David. Now we're going to play uh, an episode we just did uh, last night in Sweden, yeah. in Stockholm. And we're in Oslo. And we're in Oslo. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Oh. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. And a five-part coefficient. <laughs> now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. <laughs> no. Rhoda. Rhoda. Hello, Sweden. Hello. No, 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 no. So great. I trusted you. I put my faith in you people. Thank you for getting it. And I love you. Uh, Heinrich, are you here? Do you have my glasses? I, I, these are all scratched up. Up here! <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Oh, oh no, yeah. let's do this. Uh, oh, you're yeah. listening to the dollop! <laughs> this is a bisexual American history podcast. Each week, I... Mustache haver. Huh? Proud of you. I don't, you're not going to create... This is not going to go down the nemesis line. Child baseball game watcher. Hurry up and finish that one, sir. Jesus fucking Christ. No need for a pause of that nature. It's a long pause. Child. Uh, Swedish beer drinker. Dave Anthony reads a story from American history, or Swedish history in this case, to his friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Gareth uh, does not want me to call him my nemesis, because he is like, you guys know what The Secret is? The book The Secret? But he kind of thinks that if I keep calling him my nemesis, he'll become my nemesis. I'm just happy to hear this logic because before this, you've really been sticking to your guns for two guys who spent so much time together. Yeah. Just, it's not normally how the nemesis relationship works. It is. No, it is not. Um, anyway, shut up, Dave. Uh, 
I would like to say I have an album coming out December 6th. Uh, people can go on uh, social media. It's through Comedy Dynamics. December 6th, you can uh, pre-order it now. There's links and shit all over on my Twitter and my Instagram. Yeah. So for those of you here, for those of you listening, download the fucking You album. can get it every, uh, everywhere except for Sweden. It's, everywhere uh, except for Sweden, yeah. And they wanted to do it here, and I said no. I said no. <laughs> not, not, for, not for them. <laughs> Did you want to make an announcement about no, it? No, just shout the data, that's all. November 16th, 1540. <laughs> Year of our Lord Jesus Christ. 1540. Princess Cecilia Vaza. Oh, I know this one. You guys know this I one? I know this one. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm going to enjoy watching these people learn it if they don't know it yet. That's a good one. Was born in Stockholm. Her father was King Gustav I, founder of uh, modern Sweden. Is that true? That's, what does that mean? He founded the political uh, setup. 1500s, really? And nothing's changed? You guys still have a king? That's cool. Yeah. I, I got to admit, I, I never get used to... I'm always like, how do you have a It's 20... It's year two, 2000. You still got a king. You guys like your king, though, right? Yeah. Don't like your king. Well, fuck him. I it's don't know. weird. Monarchies are normally really popular. I know. Because they serve a purpose. It doesn't make sense to me that people still have kings. And also, you should be able to kill a king and become a new king, right? I don't like, know. Like, why, why is that rule now gone? You should just be able to kill the king. Go, I'm the fucking king now. I just killed that king. Uh, like the old days. I, I, I see the logic, but I also see the flaws. <laughs> All right, so Cecilia was said to be the most beautiful... By the way, Dave just came to your country and was like, let's kill the king. So, it's an interesting angle. Uh, well, we might be leaving early. Wait till you hear what I have to say about our president. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> well, our king, actually. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, his our majest- king. His well, majesty, our- the royal orange. <laughs> oh, God. That's a whole joke. No, it's... An, uh, anyway. <laughs> I'll determine what my joke is. Cecilia was said to be the most beautiful of uh, her five sisters. Uh, she also had five brothers. So he, King, King Gustav was fucking nailing sure, it. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, it says here, Gustav was buys. And that's not uh, a word that should be there. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Cecilia was, quote, sickly most of her young life, but had an adventurous spirit that often put her at odds with the irreproachable royal image the king wanted to portray. Okay. So she's a wild card. Sure, right. And r- monarchies normally don't love that. They do not love right. that. Uh, in 1556, 16-year-old Cecilia and her 18-year-old sister Catherine were, quote, presented on the dynastic marriage market. <laughs> All right, I think it's my time to jump in. Uh <laughs> So it's like they, they're selling fish? Yeah, it's like you. Just like toss them into another guy's arms. It's like, yeah. hey, what? I got a pound of woman. It's more, it's more of like an auction. Give me 40. Give me 50, 50, 50. Give me 60, 50. Right 50 right here. I'll take that wife. I'll see 60. I mean, yeah. So, you know, you, you try to find the best match. It'll help your kingdom and, you know, that business. Wait. So he essentially, essentially is trying to find the right husband for her, but it's also, it's not just like random. It's like got to be somebody who yes. is going to... Up the profile and be a positive. That's right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, two years later, Count Edzard. 
Is that a is that a name? Mm-hmm. That's a when you put a razor in Edward. <laughs> Count Edzard II, who co-ruled East Frisia, which is a part of Germany, basically. Sure. Went to Sweden to strategically marry one of the two available daughters. Edzard chose Catherine. She was, quote, more sedate than Cecilia. He knows what he wants. Uh, I'll take the one laying by the fire. (laughs) Not the one running around. Ah, I'm a wild card! Woo! Let's do gymnastics. Uh, So they got married in October 1559 in Stockholm. The next month, they headed for East Frisia with family, including Cecilia, uh, a younger brother, co-ruler slash John. So so they, in in East Frisia, he's got a co, he's he's co-ruling shit with his bro. John. Yeah, John. Okay. Name second. Uh, and, uh, and then King Gustav's oldest son, Eric. Probably. He's, he's, a, he's an interesting fellow. Now, he's the heir to the... He's, he's going to get the throne when uh, Gustav kicks it. Okay. Uh, so the party moved uh, very leisurely and slowly from castle to castle, quote, to the great distress of the inhabitants surrounding the castles. Wait. What, what are they doing? They're, they're just they're going just, on a castle yeah, tour? They're like a, it's like a honeymoon, and they're just all going to different so they're castles. they're just showing and, up to castles like, hey, we're going to live here for a while. Uh, back then, like, every, they were all inbred, so they all fucking knew each other all over <laughs> Europe, and they'd roll in and be like, oh, you're my cousin. Oh, and my, and my lover. Like, okay. it's all... Yeah. All right, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, so, uh, to, to the quote, to the great distress of the inhabitants surrounding the castles who had to provide the supplies for the honeymoon couple and their... Red, red tomb? Entourage? Okay. It's pronounced Fair. differently. I've always been pronouncing that. Uh, mm-hmm. The word entourage is entourage, but little did I know. It starts with an R. In December, they were at Vatstena Castle. Yeah. Well, there you go. You might yeah. feel pretty good. Yeah, good steal. Yeah, you're just Fox like, man, let's it. not push it. Let's keep going. I feel like I scored a touchdown. <laughs> uh... It's about 241 kilometers from Stockholm. Uh, on the first night, a guard saw a man climbing a rope ladder into Cecilia's bedroom. Sure. Okay, and as a guard, this is where you step up. This is, it's time. This is time. It is time. It, it, he did not step up. Okay, awesome. Good guy, good guard, for sure. Because it happened the next four nights. Mm. <laughs> All righty. And then the guard. It's a mating rope. That's right. And then the guards told Prince Eric, who sent his assistant and guards to investigate, and they entered Cecilia's bedroom and found John naked from the waist down. Porky pig look. I love it. I love that. Love... Not taking off the shirt move. I was putting in her. She's like, give me more. He's like, that's all, lady. Uh, so Eric then locked John in one of the castle towers. Sure, that's this what all you do. sounds really cool and normal. That's, that's what you did back yep, then. You no, locked sure. in. Well, yeah. That's always funny to me. Grounding so adults. Are you also put in a tower? You got like a great view. Like it's not like put yeah. him in a hole in the ground. <laughs> well, still you're left there like fuck. 
Hello? I mean, it's not great. Yeah. I assume you pissed and shit out the window? Well, that's quite an assumption. <laughs> With having no knowledge. Yeah. I mean, I've seen castles. I've been to a castle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they probably don't give you a lot of stuff up there. Yeah. yeah. They weren't thinking about bathrooms when they built those things. No. Uh, so uh, he, uh, he would take him out uh, for a, quote, lengthy interrogations before an interested auditorium. So he, so he's Eric, like public hearings. Eric is now, yeah, Eric is like it's like like this, right? Except he's like in trouble, and all these people are watching, like it's you know normal, like what you do when someone fucked your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm sorry. I would just love plumbing. That's all I'm after. Did you make her come? Uh, I honestly, uh, I yes. Uh, I'm sorry. I should not have. I should have stopped earlier. I'm sorry. I'll come faster. Is that what this is? I can't. Can I have a bucket to make wet in? Uh, so by December 17th, word of the scandal uh, reached King Gustav, who demanded they all return to Stockholm. He was furious with Eric for holding public interrogations instead of dealing it with discreetly. <laughs> it's nice to know that that was abnormal, because you just don't know. You're talking about a different era. I'm like, that's what they do. But he's like, what the fuck? No, don't do that. What are you, an idiot? <laughs> Son's named Eric. Always a problem. Uh, so, uh, so right, so he's doing it, not dealing with it discreetly because uh, news of John and Cecilia's affair has now spread all the way across Europe. Nice. Uh, in Sweden, it became He known, wore a shirt. <laughs> in Sweden, it became known as, quote, the Vastena Noise. Vastena Noise. Okay. We'll take it. Close. Vat. Vatstena? Getting further away for sure. Vatstena! All right, let's. Vatstena! Okay, now it's German for sure. No doubt in my mind, it just crossed the German. <laughs> Gustav uh, was also mad at Catherine uh, for not watching her younger sister. He was most angry, however, at Cecilia. He beat her and he ripped out her hair. Jesus Christ. Well, that's what you do. Jesus my God, Christ. she was fucking someone. Yeah. How'd... How dare she want to be a human? Uh, then uh, he threw Cecilia and John in jail. He put Catherine Same in, cell? Uh, I, no, 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 open the door, open the door. Oh, no, no, no. God damn it. But take your shirt off if you're going to do this. It's just, fucking weird. It just all, it's a, just a regular cell, just a glory hole. Uh, that'll do. <laughs> uh, he put Catherine and Edzard uh, under house arrest. Um... Now, Eric got away with just a reprimand, even though he's the prince and in charge of everybody, because Gustav didn't want to publicly punish his heir. Why not have a show? Do yeah, it publicly. Yeah, do a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have merch. But, but he did throw Eric's assistant in jail. The assistant was like, I'm sorry, what's going on with him? He's, he can do whatever he wants. You, no. <laughs> you knew about it? He did it. Stop it. So Gustav wanted to execute John and Cecilia. Jesus Christ. Yeah. For fucking? Yeah, for fucking. You don't fuck before you're, you, you get the, the thing on the finger. Easy. I mean, Let's be more specific. What kind, of world, what kind of world would you be living in if you could just fuck someone before you, before you stood to in make front of the sky god and went, oh, I love her. <laughs> sky god. 
You weren't fucking with your shirt on, were you? No, Sky God. It's really weird. I know. At least unbutton it. It's fucking crazy. Yes, sorry, Sky God. Sorry. Uh... So in June, uh, so but Eric talked the, uh, talked his dad out of killing John. And Cecilia. <laughs> what a high stakes conversation! <laughs> dad, don't kill him. I'm really mad. Don't kill my sister and her fuck buddy. <laughs> don't kill your daughter, Dad. No. Oh, all right. <sighs> At least she's bald. Uh, in June 1560, Catherine finally talked, uh, was allowed to talk to Gustav, and, and she convinced him to release her and Edzard from house arrest. Okay, nice. Uh, and then in September, Gustav died, and King Eric took over the throne. Okay. Uh, he would not let John out of jail until... <laughs> I, just, I just gotta say, so far, this guy's proven himself to be a bit of a lunatic. So. <laughs> I'm excited for his promotion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll, it'll get uh, better. Okay, yeah. Better means worse in this show. Uh, he would not let John out of jail until John swore before the royal court that Cecilia was a virgin. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, I just want to... Uh, yes? Let's be totally honest. Yes. Uh, all I did was eat her out. <laughs> and then I took off my pants and she gave me a handy. But I never put anything in... Uh, How do you say anal in uh, Swedish? <laughs> We're all speaking English. Uh, that guy knows, but we don't need it. Um, let us confer for a moment. <laughs> Have you heard of the American South? It's where anal started. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of facts are coming at us. We're trying to still suss out the last thing. We'll put a pin in that, obviously. Circle back there. Uh... So he, he does, uh, and then Eric... He, he do, oh, he's, John does. She's a virgin. Somehow. Turns I, out I was uh, in the stomach of her belly button. <laughs> That's why she took her shirt off. <laughs> Not now, sir. Don't. <laughs> I've always wanted to hear a Swedish guy yell that. Yeah. Uh, and so... Uh, he swears in front of the court, and then Eric has John forcibly castrated. Man, that's some fucking bullshit. <laughs> I just told him she was a fucking virgin. Take his balls. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Forcibly. The pants are staying on, finally. I like it was forcibly. He didn't volunteer. Yeah, forcibly is not something you need with castration. Actually, there's some places, I guess, where you're like, finally, I'm holy. <laughs> Uh, the surgery was done by the state executioner without anesthetic. I, I, I think calling this a surgery is a bit much. That's like calling a tire a car. And then John moved to Holland and took no further interest in the opposite sex. Weird. I think I'm going to watch soccer. <laughs> no, I've been single for a while. <laughs> Uh, now, Eric uh, decided that he wanted to marry Queen Elizabeth of England. Interesting. Uh, but she was not into marrying him. 
So they were in, they went into negotiations, and she kept stalling the negotiations. What kind of fucking? Well, that's that's so what weird. it was back then. I know, you but negotiate. it's so weird. I know, but also we'll you know do what a seven-year marriage. You know what else is weird? Kings. Yes. Fair. Uh, I did love when uh, in England when Boris Johnson had to go talk to the Queen. And uh, like, oh my God, he's talking to the Queen. Uh, and then and then and then he lied to her, and everyone's like, he, he lied to the Queen. Because I'm a bit reliable. I'm a bit reliable. <laughs> so crazy. The Queen. Just ninety four. <laughs> and then what happened? Well, and then he said, "I'm lying to you." You see. And then what happened? You just answered that, didn't I? Yes, yes, yes. These are my dogs. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. Though you have many corgis. Yeah, do you No, I'm sitting. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Brother, yes. Went quite well. Yeah, went quite, quite well. Uh. So, um... Eric releases Cecilia after almost a year in jail. Uh, cool now, dude. Now he wants to try to restore her reputation. What is his angle? Well, first Eric ordered the minting of a coin depicting her as the biblical character Susanna, who was falsely accused of having sex at a wedlock. <laughs> this will do what, it. What kind of yeah? What PR angle is this? Uh, it's an homage to uh, uh, another woman who fucked before a wedding. So it'll kind of throw the scent off her a little. Oh, uh, God, I know. That's your currency? Like, that's, yeah, I mean, it's... This just, is the fuck coin. It's like, then everybody's just walking around going, oh, I, oh that's right, the princess fucked a guy. Uh-huh. Like, it's all... And uh, that'll be seven princesses fucked a guy? All right. One, two, three. Um, so Cecilia's, quote, value on the marital market was severely deflated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She once could have married the cream of the crop, but that was over, and possible suitors were all now worried if they became too amorous, they would have their balls cut off. But they wouldn't have their balls... Like, if they were, like, trying to marry her, they would not have their balls cut off. Yeah, but if they, they, like, you know, met her and liked her and was like, hey, you want to make out? Then they're like, oh, God. Yeah, well, yes, there's a track record of balls being removed. So, yes, you are trepidatious in that environment. Also, they also want a virgin, right? Like, I mean, imagine marrying a woman that wasn't a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I'm just looking for someone my age who's never done it. (laughs) The search continues. (laughs) I'm allowed to, but you are dirty when you do it. Do you understand? Do you see how it works? I'll make a coin calling you a prostitute. And I can do whatever I want. Uh, So Eric put rules in place for Cecilia. She was banned from receiving guests at night, leaving the royal castle without a chaperone, and sending or receiving messages without permission. Right, so she could not do anything. Yeah, he took away her iPhone, basically. Right, right. (laughs) Anyone who saw a violation of the rules but did not report it would be executed. Wow, this is quite an, a world. Mm-hmm. Gustav, oh, sorry, Eric reached out. Gustav, hey, I'm back. Oh, my God, your eyes, they fell out. 
Uh, Eric reached out to increasingly insignificant nobility. So, you know, he's going around asking, and everyone's like, no, no, no. So he's going down the nobility chain. Sure. Which is, you know, yeah. no, no one's interested. Everyone's like, yeah, no, she's, uh, she sounds like she knows what she's doing in bed, so I don't want her. Yeah. Yeah. I want a woman who's confused and scared. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is insane. It's completely insane. Yeah, it's just insane. I always think of, like, the last, like, I would never, a virgin, like, give me someone who's been around the block, man. <laughs> yes. 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 I mean, yeah. I just feel like such a fucking weirdo. How was that? Awful. Well, uh, I'm loving it. I, uh... Uh, in 1562, quote, minor nobles in the remote reaches of Poland were canvassed. <laughs> I mean, they're just like, fuck, I guess we'll try Poland. Yeah. That's not the, uh, woman who had sex with the man with the shirt on, is it? God damn it! How? Well, we have an old Polish joke about that now. Uh, a Polish... Court, a Polish count then finally agreed to marry Cecilia. Okay. But she... Yeah. B- by the way, yeah. another key has to get turned. That's right. She made it very obvious to him that she wasn't interested. Okay. So the count backed out. All right. Now, all this time, a Swedish negotiator had been trying to make the marriage between Eric what? and Queen Elizabeth happen. <laughs> and then he finally gave up. Uh, but... Because of that, England and Sweden had closer ties. Sure. For whatever fucking right. reason. Yeah. <laughs> Cecilia wrote to Elizabeth in January 1563 about her, quote, sorrow of, over others controlling the selection of her mate. She wrote that to... Uh, Elizabeth. Okay. Cecilia asked uh, the queen to invite her to England for a visit. That's how invites work. <laughs> May I come to your country? What? Yeah? Why? She saw Elizabeth as a role model, but it was also an excuse to dodge a marriage proposal from a uh, Hessian. Is that right? Hessian? No. What is it? What is it? Yeah. What, what is a Hessian? Is it a German? A German? Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh oh. German's contagious. Uh, so a, we'll just call it German, German Duke who was coming to Stockholm. Elizabeth uh, invited Cecilia to London. So Cecilia wanted to leave immediately, but Eric kept delaying the trip. He was becoming more and more erratic. Sure. One day, Eric would tell her to have all her furniture and, uh, and stuff ready um, to go. What, for what? I'm not <laughs> moving there. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, you go with your furniture. If you go on a... He's taking... She's... What? Back like then. a couch? <laughs> All of her stuff, her furniture, her stuff. Her would, furniture? Like, yeah. My dresser. It's going to be a while. This is going to take ages. <laughs> it's Ikea stuff. Okay, yeah. Uh, Eric was, quote, one day giving his word that she, that, that should cause her furniture and supplies to be put on the ship and be ready, and the next day he would reverse everything and have her take it off. Okay. So the movers were like, we hate this guy. <laughs> uh, the Hessian Duke arrived, but Eric couldn't close the deal. Negotiations did not go well. Cecilia was f- completely focused on visiting England and was trying to learn it from every English visitor that arrived. 
I think Finn got a hit because I just got a video. Just... <laughs> Look at... It looks like a double. Looks like he hit a double. Oh, and I got a video on my iPad. What are you going to do? It came through. Uh, let's just... People care. How about, how like about these... Like eight people... These people are basically on the edge of their fucking seats. No, they're all sitting very comfortably, especially now. to know how my son is no, doing at no, a baseball no, game no, 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 no. in Encino, California. No. <laughs> He's on third. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, he almost hit a home run. Sounds like uh, John. It's the last game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, right, so he's delaying this trip. He's, he's being a crazy asshole. Um, so, uh, da, 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 later that year, Eric imprisoned their brother, Johan, on just made-up charges of treason. Okay. Because right. he was worried Johan was going to try to usurp him, take over the throne. Doesn't happen anymore. Nope. Uh, Johan and Cecilia were very close, so this added more tension to Cecilia and Eric's already difficult relationship. Yeah, as if it needed more, yeah. Uh, then Cecilia met Christopher Zerengent, a member of the royal family of Baden in present-day Germany. Okay. Uh, Christopher had given up his right to the Baden throne to his brother in return for a large annual allowance. That's the move. That, right? That's... Right? Without question, the, the move. The fucking smartest... The, the move. Oh, The move. Uh, why don't you run it and just pay me to not... Yes? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's 100% the book. Yeah. How's uh, being the king? Sucks. <laughs> All right, well, I got to go to Costa Rica for a little while, my man. <laughs> if that's a thing. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, so then, so now all Christopher's doing is just traveling and spending money. Yeah, and, and he's then, a prince. Yeah. It's like, not like, I mean, you still get the dumb title. Yeah, and, yeah. He's, and he's clearly like a different type, because I think most people will be like, no, I want to be king or whatever. Ugh, no. And then, but then he's also the kind of guy, oh, Finn got out at home. <sighs> this has got to stop. These turns are too much for me. <laughs> this is, we're doing two shows. <laughs> uh, so, so he's also like not a normal, right? Guys, so he's going to be the kind of guy that'll be in a Cecilia. So he meets her and he digs her. Right. Um, Which uh, is weird to just go off a of personality. <laughs> Wild. Uh, they married in June 1564 in a not at all grand ceremony. The wedding served little political purpose and seems to have been because they were in love. Huh. Imagine. <laughs> take his balls! <laughs> and take her anus. That's right, I'm having a little fun. Put her anus where his balls were. We're doing a swipsy swapsy. What's your surgery specialty again? I'm uh, the man who perfected the anatectomy. <laughs> it's called a baltoctomy, too. Uh, I do both. And I'm also a swapser, <laughs> professionally. Anyway, that's how my brother has balls where his anus should be. Hello! Off to the toilet! For a long lay down! Front side! Uh, so, uh... So a few months later, Eric gave Cecilia permission to leave for England. 
On November 12, 1564, she and Christopher set sail for England. Cecilia had five young female personal attendants and a chaplain with her. Uh, they sailed first to Estonia because Sweden was at war with Denmark. You guys did that a lot, right? That was like a thing. Yeah. Oh, fuck those guys. Let's, <laughs> let's not rev the engine again, sir. Let's. Uh... Uh, the party then uh, traveled slowly over land for months, during which Cecilia became pregnant. Mm-hmm. On September 9th, 1565, the now very pregnant Cecilia and her party crossed the English Channel from France. According to Ian Keller in Princess Cecilia Vaza and Queen Elizabeth of England, uh, the boat sailed through rough seas and, quote, although all the passengers were sick, Cecilia sat up on the deck on top of the hatches singing in English the Psalms of David. So, everyone's very sick, she's pregnant, and just laying on the floor singing hymns? Uh, yep, she's up top, uh, just doing what Hymning it up? <laughs> okay. So maybe, maybe the family has uh, uh, mental issues. <laughs> maybe she just likes feeling sick. Okay. Two days later, they arrived in London. Cecilia made a splash uh, with, quote, a black velvet dress with a silver apron and a golden crown upon her head. I'm sorry, I'm not into fashion, but uh, <laughs> does that not seem crazy? That seems completely insane. That's like what, like, if you were like to a four-year-old girl, like, do whatever you want. She'd be like, this is it! You'd be like, all right, let's go. We'll go to the grocery store. Let's do it. Uh... I'm a princess maid. You sure are. Keep moving. Let's get out of here. Uh, Queen Elizabeth gave her an estate to live in in central London. Three days later, Elizabeth returned from holiday and met Cecilia for the first time. Okay. Elizabeth praised Cecilia, quote, both for her good looks and elegance and for the grace and facility with which she speaks English. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys are still good at that. Because nice. yeah. of Netflix. <laughs> the next day, Cecilia gave birth to a son. Okay. She's fucking, this is a big week. Yeah, big week. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I've been holding that in for a boat ride. <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth uh, was his godmother and was given the honor of naming him. She picked, That's fast, by the way, right? right? Isn't that like, two, if That's you're Elizabeth, little... aren't you like, hey, I'm not, I just got out of a thing. I'm not ready to jump right back in. Uh, yeah, it's a little fast. Uh, Elizabeth picked Edward. Uh, he was christened at Westminster Abbey uh, from a narrative of the journey of Cecilia, Princess of Sweden, to the court of Queen Elizabeth by James Bell. Quote, the baby was covered with a shawl so heavily bejeweled that two gentlemen bearers were detailed to assist the lady in waiting. Wait. What? They're... The baby at the christening is covered with a shawl that is so heavily bejeweled that two gentlemen bearers they've, were... They've jeweled the baby up to the point where they need two men to move it? That's right. Like a seven-pound baby? <laughs> yes. Got my back hurt. Bloody hell, my fucking back is killing me. That's your child way. Lord. <laughs> yeah. Also, if, they, if someone, like, forgot and just left it, the baby would be crushed to death. Yeah, yeah. You also don't want to drop it in the christening water. You'll be like, yeah, he sank. He is at the bottom of that. <laughs> he is way down there. I see him. Look, he's right down there. Uh, Cecilia made inroads into London's social scene, going to important weddings and dining with nobility. 
Sure. On November 23rd, as a, quote, token of goodwill, Elizabeth gave Cecilia 2,000 pounds, which is about a million bucks today. <laughs> well, it's quite a, it's a nice gift. gesture. It's, it's a nice, nice gesture. I can do this because I took it from the people. <laughs> Isn't it fun? <laughs> they can't get inside here. Uh, but this would not, uh, was not enough to overcome Cecilia and Christopher's serious spending habits. Uh-oh. They quickly that amassed... A million... <laughs> they quickly amassed, according to Charles Bean, quote, 14 large chests containing all types of jewelry, necklaces, rings, and precious gems, including diamonds and rubies. Put it on the baby! <laughs> That is like fourteen cat like <laughs> the most like chest full of jewels. Like what? What else could I have that's just totally useless? I mean, honest, unless you're going to bury it around the world, <laughs> or you're a fucking dragon. Like yeah. who needs all? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Jesus yeah. <laughs> it's so I'm completely unrelatable. <laughs> uh, to pay for it, they took out dozens of loans. I mean, that's what? What, that's how you what are get... they doing? By the way, a lo- like if you're going to alone and you're a queen, are you like a princess? They're just like, yeah, of course, a princess. We have a princess alone. Yeah, She's yeah. good for it. She's a princess. Yeah. Uh, so they're taking out loans from a few pounds from butchers and fishmongers to ten thousand from a wealthy Swede living in London. Wow. So five, they're taking out a five million dollar loan from a Swedish guy. And then they're also like... Butchers go- and fish mo- <laughs> like a go- but- <laughs> Well, uh, I could give you a bit of lamb. Would that do you? No, I'd like a tenner. Well, I don't, I don't do this. This I'm- is a butcher's shop. If you look I- in the window, you see all those sausages. I'm a princess. Yes, right, right. Hello. I- again, yes, unbelievable. What a-, what a novelty to have in here, my shop. Good yeah. Lord, I'm starstruck. However, I'm not a bank. I am still a meat slicer. You got mainly a bit. I'm a butcher. I'm a butcher. You know, that's what. I, yeah, it's my thing, isn't it? You got, you got money. Well, again, it's complicated, right? I do because I have a business, yeah. but I don't give it to people because I'm not a bank. Did you see a bee and think it was a bank? It's a butcher. I would like twenty dollars. Right. I'm not. Long line forming behind you, but what I'm trying to tell you is I don't do that. That's not my occupation, love. I Here you go. Fuck off. Unbelievable. My God. What has just happened? What has just happened? And for you, I have some meat. No, 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 that, what, no. Honey, I've been to the reverse butcher. <laughs> I'm a bank. I'd like to deposit this turkey. Right on, sir. And I'd like to withdraw some uh, salami. So, in January 1566, they started missing loan payments. Uh, so they haven't been there that long. Well, that's it's, they're really so far. Them. I mean, they are, they are burning out, not fading away. Uh, yeah, they've been there about six months. It's not oh great. Oh my god! I think so. And they have fourteen chests of jewels and rubies, and no money left. <laughs> I wonder uh, what you could sell to make some money back. Uh, if only there was a thing. <laughs> no, no, there's nothing. Uh, so creditors start hounding them. Christopher went uh, to the mainland uh, to borrow money. Then Cecilia met a Belgian self-proclaimed scientist. That's how it works, by the way. I'm a scientist. 
<laughs> and I can fly. Uh, who had secretly returned to London after Queen Elizabeth exiled him for falsely claiming he could create gold using alchemy. I like this pretend scientist. <laughs> He's a bit of a Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Charles Beam, quote, driven by her need, Cecilia seems to have been more intimate with Cornelius than, benefited her, than befitted her dignity. So he, I think he's saying that she was fucking him. Wow, okay. I think. Uh, Cornelius loaned her 10,000 pounds, which I think is... Lots? Five million. He gave her five million dollars. <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> what is their plan, though? It's like, I is their plan, their plan is, I mean, this is like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, I mean, they're just taking, like, they clearly are not good with money. Yeah, they're, I mean, not only not good, they're, like, incapable of fathoming it. <laughs> Uh, well, it turns out when you're raised as a princess, you don't What have does a, that do to you? <laughs> Walk me through it. You don't have an actual genuine connection to the worth of money. Why? Because you value nothing? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, but Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth learned uh, that Cornelius had returned and that he was dealing with Cecilia, so she had him jailed along with his wife and children. The wife was like, good shit. Thank you so much. That's right. Uh, why are we in here? Well, just think of kids. Like, a five-year-old kid is like, what? What happened, Dad? We live here. Well, Daddy said he could make gold. I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist. <laughs> Legalese. Word spread of Cecilia and Christopher's spending and debt. In late February, a play with elements that mocked Cecilia and Christopher began a run in London. Oh, boy. Christopher was portrayed uh, as a black guy who was lewd, spiteful, and scornful. Why, why, why does everything have to have racism in it? Why everything? And it's I, like, it's unnecessary. I, I would imagine that it wasn't uh, also a black guy. It was probably a white guy. Oh, black uh, Dave. Yes, I've already made that fucking <laughs> mental leap. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 Uh, Cecilia was warned not to go because she was, quote... Accurately represented. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go. They really nailed you. Uh, <laughs> Cornelius did too. <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's too accurate. <laughs> but Cecilia went anyway. Oh, boy. That, uh, by the way, backstage, Cecilia's in the crowd tonight. Have a great show, guys. That's five. Five. Oh, my God. She, uh, she, quote, could scarcely believe that such is the case, which would indeed be to add sorrow to sorrow to chafe and aggravate a wound. So she couldn't believe this play was... Thank she's you already such a victim. She's already, like, she's already gone through so much by buying 14 yeah, chests full of jewels. Full of jewels. Uh, so she's obviously, now she's being attacked. Yeah. On top of that horror. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's been through a, a little. I mean, the good thing is if she's feeling bad, she can go look at all her diamonds and rubies. Yeah. And just feel good. Yeah. And it's hard to not find them because they're everywhere. <laughs> We're feeding the baby them. Uh, in March, she wrote to her brother, Johan, and used the third person. Oh, that, by the way, that's when you always know someone's gone. <laughs> it's like, I remember when Brett Favre started calling himself Brett. I was like, farewell, hero. <laughs> Godspeed. 
Quote, at her walking, a diverse Englishman cried out, pay us our money. As she went to her lodgings, they plucked off her slippers and made in the street a fire of old shoes and slippers and cried out, this is a banquet for this sovereign lady. So, okay. As far as making a point... There's much better ways to do it than stealing slippers and then deciding you're making an homage shoe fire. Yeah, I mean, look, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, you're burning your shoes. That's right. And you need those. You do need those. She doesn't need no, her I slippers. I think they took her shoes and burned them. Yeah, but yeah. they also were, weren't were they taking other shoes too, or was it just hers? Well, it does say a fire of old shoes. Yeah, so I would and assume. And slippers. Yeah, so what happened was they took her slippers and they were like, well, these will burn out quick. You know, we need our shoes and slippers. <laughs> That'll show her, we'll all die from cold. Yeah, look, it's not a great... Not, no, it's not a plan. It's, it's not, not, a, a, not plan. a great plan. It's not a plan. It's not a plan. On March 19th, she wrote to Elizabeth asking for help getting out of debt. And she asked Elizabeth to punish a specific creditor who had spread a rumor that Cecilia was going to leave England like her husband without paying their debts. Well, I mean, obviously that's happening, right? Yeah. I mean, that is... I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that if yeah. you weren't going to do it. Yeah, but it's weird to Irish exit the royal family. <laughs> she didn't even say goodbye. <laughs> Go on. Did you say Irish exit? Yeah. So we leave without saying goodbye when you're too drunk. By the way. <laughs> you don't know that? Uh, yeah. I, I do yeah, now. That's the best. That's how you do it. That's it me at seems, every wedding. I just every seems... wedding, I'm like... All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> they fucking go. You just wake up to nine texts the next morning. It's just a little racist. Oh, oh you against my people. You would it's a potato me. help? Wow. <laughs> Why don't you guys commit another genocide against us? <laughs> Quote: We're doing it economically. <laughs> Quote, he has not only roused us against, uh, let's start over. He has not only roused against us others to whom we have pledged our faith for the payment of our debts, but has also sullied our good name, which we have always kept spotless. This is the creditor? No, this is her writing to Queen Elizabeth. But about the creditor? Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, we trust the rumor <laughs> So, I mean, the delusion is oh off the chart. Oh, my God. It's right. Just... It's just like, even a fake scientist would be like, I've never seen readings like this before. <laughs> we trust the rumor monger will not go unpunished, lest our own condition appear to be the same as that of a common person. Was she like, I gave you a million dollars five months ago. <laughs> what? It's a little crazy. Elizabeth gave Cecilia... 3,500 pounds. So 1.75 million. <laughs> but this was not close to enough. What? As Cecilia's Sell a goddamn chest. <laughs> One of them. As Cecilia slid even more into debt, Elizabeth became more distant. In late March, Cecilia found out she was pregnant. Christopher had not gotten any money and decided to come to England, quote, disguised as a mean man with his beard cut. <laughs> One more time, that last part. He just, he, what is his disguise? Disguised as a mean man with a his beard. A mean man uh, with yeah. no beard? That's what it says. So he has decided that no beard is the evil look? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and his plan was to sneak her out of What England. he needs is one of those. He needs, yeah. if he had a must, that's how you show up and people are like, well, this dude's out of his mind. 
<laughs> on April 3rd, as he entered London, he was recognized by a creditor. Authorities tried... So literally his disguise was he shaved his beard. That's right. <laughs> Authorities tried to arrest him, but he held them off, quote, having and keeping daggers and other weapons defensively about him. <laughs> but after a brief fight, he was arrested and jailed. Christopher claimed diplomatic immunity and was then released. <laughs> what? How? Is there not any, a court system? Are there any fucking rules for rich people at no, all? Like, n- n- no, and there never will be. Uh, so he returned to Baden without even seeing Cecilia. The damage to his reputation was done. The next day... Good plan, though. Yeah. <laughs> Going in without a beard. Aren't you? Uh, no, no, shit. <laughs> Doesn't he have a beard? <laughs> the next day, seven manual laborers wrote a complaint to the Queen's Privy Council saying they were owed, according uh, to Nathaniel Martin, quote, diverse sums of money which long before this time should have been paid by the princess. They wrote, quote, emphasizing the fact that being a foreign princess, she could leave the country at will to escape her debts. Cecilia wrote a rebuttal and denied all accusations. Quote, those who dare to write such things against so great a princess deserve rather a punishment than a reply. Dude, Trump tweet. (laughs) Trump tweet. Uh, Yeah. Cecilia pushed the Privy Council to arrest the creditors. I mean, I shouldn't have said that because this is... (laughs) Quote, it is your duty to see that so great a princess has no cause for complaint against her majesty's subjects. Her highness leaves it to you to proclaim publicly their offense and punish accordingly. Wow. Hashtag Kofifi. Cecilia's <laughs> <laughs> complaints, uh, quote, hinged on the idea that her name had been damaged by common tradesmen who had no right because of their status to criticize her or even get payment from her. So as a result, the English... <laughs> All the English attitudes turned against Cecilia. They now saw her as an arrogant, spoiled princess. Now. Yeah. What? I mean, I mean what? Jesus, what were you 14 doing 14 chests of rubies isn't <laughs> sounding an alarm bell? For the next three weeks, Cecilia pawned most of her jewelry in wardrobe. On April 27, 1566, she and her assistants headed for a ship. Uh-oh. She still owed 15,000 pounds. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, what... Ten million? Uh, more than ten million. Yeah, that's how good I am at math. Everyone here's like, that was so off. It's crazy. Two thousand is uh, a million. million. Okay, yeah. so ahead. like seven point five million. <laughs> Here's my boy. And I'll call you the human calculator for nothing, Dave. <laughs> she gave some vague promise to repay uh, in Dover. Uh, Cecilia wrote a letter to Elizabeth thanking her for being so great. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. Thank you for all the money. It's really crazy. (laughs) But as they boarded the ship, Cecilia was stopped by agents working for two creditors. All of her property was confiscated. Even her assistant's luggage was seized. What the fuck? Leave the assistants alone. Yeah, I mean, she didn't do anything. Cecilia arrived in Baden months later. Uh, There she had a second child, Christopher Gustav. He was, quote, born handicapped, for which she blamed her creditors for the rest of her life. Well, there we go. The scientist was like, it's medically possible. (laughs) (laughs) Cecilia now lived in Baden, raising her children with Christopher. In Sweden, King Eric was getting more paranoid. 
Uh, he had a it's lot nice of... to have an Eric check in. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Eric's losing his mind. Anyway. Uh, Eric had a lot of Ill- illegitimate children at this point, but no actual heirs. Uh, uh, by the way, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah. Right. Uh, he, was, uh, he was worried rivals would try to take his throne. Then an astrologer... Uh, man, this... Never good. Never good. When people in charge get astrologers, astrologers get rich, the rich get crazy. Uh, astrologer said he would be usurped by, quote, a light-haired man. Yes. Yes, a man with light hair. He'll do it to me. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Sweden there's a light-haired yeah, yeah. man. We've got to find him! We've narrowed it down to 2.9 million suspects. <laughs> we'll go through them one by one. Yes, uh, yes. Eric just decided that this was a nobleman named Nils Stira. So he just decided Nils did it? Yeah. He's like, well, that's got to be the guy. I'm sorry, what do you think? You know what you did, you dirty son of a bitch. The stars told me through him. Eric had Nils arrested and tortured. Oh, my God. Nils was like, well, I'm sorry? In June 1566, Nils was forced to ride uh, through Stockholm on an old horse wearing a crown of straw as his wounds bled. Jesus Christ. Well, the last part's bad. Until then, it was fine. He was then sentenced to death. Jesus Christ. In January 1567, Eric had Nils' brother, uh, Svante, arrested. This time for... What? His dad. Oh, it says brother. (laughs) All right, thank you. Uh, Sometimes it's hard. Uh, Just blame it on autocorrect. Yeah, autocorrect. Your autocorrect changes dad to brother a lot. (laughs) It's a glitch. Pages. Uh, So he had, I guess, his dad arrested. Uh, By the way, that's even crazier. I know. Yeah, brother. I mean, brother makes no sense. Dad is like, what did I do? What? You just killed my kid. What? Yeah. Uh, this time, uh, he had him arrested for trying to sabotage his marriage plans. So he thinks that... So he's just totally out of his mind. Yeah. Uh, Svante was imprisoned uh, beside his brother Nils at Uppsala Castle. His, oh, right. Uh, Nils just son. sends, but he's not dead yet. His son. Okay, right. right. Eric forced Svante... Is that a normal name? Do people have that name? Svante? Is that like a common name? Am I saying it right? Well, you're all yelling weird things. But, Dave, can we just, just say the difference between politeness? <laughs> they were all like, oh, he's fucking it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the snake's like, dumb shit! Hey, dumbass! <laughs> Everyone patiently like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Let him continue to butcher. <laughs> he's butchering so much, I might get money from him. Oh, my God. Six, six to one. Thank you. Um, yeah, good update. If we were in Australia, they would have come up on stage and stabbed me to death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, Eric forced him to sign a document admitting he was guilty. And five months later, Eric had a third Stira, I guess, brother this time, arrested and imprisoned. Uh, so he just has it in for the... The astrologer has just pinned this family as they're going to take his uh, power. He, the astrologer didn't narrow it down. He, he did. He's just oh, he's acting just, like these guys are doing it. So sure. he, right, right, yeah, right. the whole family is put in jail and four other guys for plotting his murder. Mm-hmm. Which he has no evidence of, That's other right. than the things he forced people to sign. That's right. Right. On uh, May 24th, Eric visited Savantas. Yeah. Savantas? All right. 
Yeah. Uh, so Eric got on his knees and begged Svanta for forgiveness. What? What's going on? He, Eric admitted he had done Svanta wrong and promised him, quote, on his knees, the king begged forgiveness, admitting that he had done him wrong and promised to make things right. What has changed? Eric then left the castle. What? He came back a few hours later in a manic state and stabbed Nils to death. <laughs> really, for a minute, I was like, this is so refreshing. This doesn't happen. You just don't Jerry Maguire the throne. But then he comes back and he's, I mean... <laughs> I mean, he sounds like he's on cocaine. Uh, Dave... He sounds like he's on something we don't have anymore. <laughs> like, he's on bath salts. That's what it sounds like. Uh, so, so, he's, <laughs> so he's like, you guys, I'm so sorry I did this to you. I'm really uh, sorry. When and he comes back, I mean, you're probably like, hey, yeah, let's get, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> he then went to Svante's cell, quote, announcing to him on his knees that now he had to kill him, as he could not expect Svante to forgive him. This... That's fair. It's fair. I mean, think about it. He's actually no, right. No, no, I, right. I, I will forgive you. No. You, you couldn't possibly. You wouldn't. You shouldn't. I have to kill you for your own safety. <laughs> Eric ordered his guards to kill everyone except Sten and left. But to... Yeah. What? Steam. Steam? Steam? Really? Yeah. All right. Sweet, Swedish is my native language. Uh, and then he left. Uh, but two of the six inmates were named Stian. Is there anywhere else you want a podcast from, Lyle? <laughs> so the guard spared both of them. Weird turn. Wow. Now, Svante and two inmates were killed. Outside the castle, Eric ran into his tutor, who, quote, found the king in a state of madness. His efforts to calm Eric were to no avail. Instead, the king issued an order to kill his tutor, and... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, Eric is the fucking what? best. What? No, he's not. He's amazing. No. By the way, if you're the if tutor, I, I mean, you are like, if I left two minutes later, I would have never <laughs> seen him. I would have. Oh, God. Uh, and then Eric ran off into a nearby forest. <laughs> Dave, is this a day? Is this one day? It's like in five minutes. This is all. Uh, his guards then stabbed the tutor to death. Jesus Christ. What? Three days later, Eric was found in a nearby village dressed as a peasant. Hello. I'm the king. He I'm was looking brought... for a light-haired man. He's trying to kill me. And I'm hiring a tutor. I need a new one. Mine is dead. I had him killed. He was brought back to Stockholm, and he remained in, quote, a state of madness for half a year. But in late 1567, he retook the throne. In February... F <laughs> yeah, I can see why you don't like kings. They're not great. Yeah, and in America, we have elections that matter. It's different. <laughs> yeah, we're so much better off. Yeah, we count the votes. 
In February 1568, he stabbed his secretary to death with a fire iron after the secretary made a derogatory comment about one of his friends. You know, I don't like Chad that much. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yes. He's in the forest again. (laughs) (laughs) Another good day, Eric. Another good day. Bring me my tutor. (laughs) Imagine interviewing to be the next tutor. And what happened to the last guy? (sighs) Here's what I'll say. Don't bump into him. <laughs> that fall, some Swedish nobles broke Johan out of jail and led a rebellion. Eric was deposed and imprisoned. Johan was now the king. Okay. In Baden, Sicilia... What? <laughs> yes. Okay. This is now becoming like a, like a town hall. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's, it's not so much a one-on-one. <laughs> In Baden, Sicilia and Christopher had three more sons. One died within a year of birth. In 1571, they moved to Sweden with their five sons. Word reached Britain, where one of their creditors set sail to Sweden. Oh, that guy. It's the butcher. It's just got a deli slicer. Half a pound of air. One of the creditors set sail to Sweden with a fleet of 50 ships. Well, someone's not messing around. (laughs) 50 ships. But when he arrived, Johan immediately had him arrested for theft. I didn't think about that part, so anyway, we tried. See you later, guys. Have a good voyage back. This was the creditor who had seized Cecilia's property as she left over five years earlier. Wait, say that again? So he had the guy arrested for theft because he was the same guy oh, who seized okay, her stuff right, at the dock. Right. Right? Yeah, how dare he? So rude to do that. And then Johan confiscated the 50 ships. Well, this guy's plan had like a step one. <laughs> and then nothing else. It's a really bad step plan. Step one, we get there. Then what? It, mm, figure it out. Figure it out. We're going to war with Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. Or we'll just give him everything. It's not, not one, one or the other. It will be nothing else. Uh, he also sentenced the creditor five years in prison. Good. Then in late 1571, John granted the small city of Arboga to Cecilia. Did I put Arborga? Arborga. Yeah, you got to roll the R's. It's like a small Arborga. I don't think you need to tell them what they need to do in their language. You guys roll your R's. Yeah, that's a better way. Uh, uh, so uh, he granted the, uh, the city of Arborga uh, to Cecilia and Christopher as their personal fiefdom. Okay. In exchange, Christopher would provide mercenaries from Baden to help with the war against Russia. Okay. I guess they're at war with Russia. Now. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, it's just a footnote. Uh, Christopher went to Baden to get the mercenaries, and Cecilia had a sixth son. Jesus Christ. She now had the authority to manage Arborga. An NBA team. Arborga. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, an NBA team. Uh, the trade policy and legal system in exchange for making sure that royal laws were respected. She earned income from mining, farming, and the town ironworks. And Cecilia became a pirate. <laughs> you feel like this story didn't have enough? She's a pirate. 
Just how you become a scientist, how you become a pirate? I'm one now. Well, John gave her the 50 ships. By the way, again, more bullshit. Earn it. If you're gonna be a pirate, swab the deck for a couple of years, right? Learn how to manage a crew. Uh, he gave her a license to be a privateer, and she would attack Russian supply ships. Okay. She also targeted Russia's allies, including England. What is that? I mean, she, she went full pirate. In 1573, Christopher sent uh, the mercenaries, but he stayed home and was made Margrave of Rodemack. Sure. A part of Baden. Okay. In 1574, Cecilia's pirate license expired. But... Wait, wait, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You better have said pilot. Pirate. What? For pirate light? Like, doesn't right. that throw... Isn't that, what? 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 Aren't you, you're a pirate, aren't you? Like, no laws matter. Oh, no, this expired. <laughs> I should have sent in the thing. I didn't send in the thing. Uh, can I see your pirate license, please? Oh, officer, look, I'm not gonna BS ya. It's expired. I, uh... Well, you're not a pirate. You're just a lady. I know. I'm so sorry. I was a pirate three weeks ago. I swear to God. I'm gonna go back, take the test again. I know all the stuff. Booty's not an ass. A peg leg. Pirate. I know all the stuff. Uh, so, countries would give people licenses to attack... Uh, other ships of other countries. I sure. That, it's but, a privateer, but it's also called a pirate at the same time. But it's also pirates. weird to, ha- like, okay, if that's the deal, then how about it doesn't expire until the war is done? Look, Instead of I being don't... like, we're halfway through, you gotta come back. We need you to take the road test. Well, because you need, because uh, you need the funds for the, you know, you pay, it's like 2,000 bucks to get a pirate license. Yeah. <laughs> or like a handful from a chest. <laughs> Uh, but so her pirate license expired, uh, but she st- still kept being a pirate. Yeah, th- of course. And then she started attacking allies' ships, including Denmark, who's now a fucking ally all of a sudden. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not anymore. Uh, and this led to tension with Sweden. Yeah. Then her fleet was attacked by Danish ships. Fuck those guys. Like, they're mad. They're mad at Denmark again. During all this, she was abusing her power in Arborga. He unjustly, she unjustly raised tariffs and confiscated goods, claiming they violated regulations. She illegally imported grain without a permit and engaged in weapons smuggling. She's what, what is going on? With, scar- did she like hit she's her head? Scarface. Now. What, yeah. What has <laughs> happened to her? What has happened? Uh, like for a while in the story at the beginning, I was like, I like this lady. <laughs> Uh, but in the late 1574, Johan had her arrested and brought to Stockholm. Cecilia claimed diplomatic immunity as... I, I can't stay mad at her. <laughs> She's too great. Uh, she claimed diplomatic immunity as a <laughs> Countess of Roadmap. Okay. Johan was not having it. He withdrew her fiefdom rights to Arborga and barred her from all royal castles. <laughs> she was then released and she went back to Arborga where she immediately reclaimed her fiefdom and started pirating again. So she can just literally do whatever she wants. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, in 1575, Christopher died. 
their first son, Edward, was in line to be Margrave of Rodemack, but he was only 10 years old. Oh, my Lord. Uh, he wasn't allowed to hold a position until he was 16. Sure, right. So in that case, Cecilia was supposed to take over as Margrave until Edward was 16. Wow, this is going to be a six-year ride. <laughs> But her Catholic in-laws did not like the idea of a Protestant running the show and instead put Christopher's nephew in charge. Okay. Cecilia was now worried her Protestant Protestant son would never be allowed to take over, so she and Edward became Catholics. Okay, sure. (laughs) I mean, at least that's consistent. The foolishness of religion. (laughs) All right, we believe in that version. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, no, he he didn't do it or whatever. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Eric died in prison. In 1578, a new Spanish ambassador to Sweden, Francisco... I mean, we really just rushed past what happened to Eric. I don't mean to... Yeah, well, you know, he was just in prison the whole time. I'm sure he was... Just going batshit. Yeah, I'm sure he was doing great stuff. Eat some of this pizza. That's dirt, sir. (sighs) You're the one the prophecy told me. (laughs) Aren't you? Uh, in 1578, a new Spanish ambassador to Sweden, Francisco de Arosa, arrived. Johan and Francisco negotiated an alliance between Spain and Sweden. Since Spain was Catholic and Sweden was Protestant, Johan asked uh, now Catholic Cecilia for help. <laughs> it's so crazy. None of it makes sense. No. <laughs> It's like three-part Monty of God. (laughs) She invited Francisco to Arborga for a meeting where she uh, started her own negotiations with him. Interesting. She requested to be made governor of Luxembourg and... (laughs) Honest to God, what, like... Who is generating these ideas? Where are they coming from? A machine? They can't come from a human mind. And in return, would let her ships be used by Spain in their war with Holland. Okay. Francisco agreed. What? And, <laughs> and when he went back to Stockholm, he stopped negotiations with Johan. <laughs> and then when Johan heard that Cecilia's ships were being used by Spain, he put Francisco under house arrest and banned Cecilia from Stockholm. This guy, he's like, I don't want to do business with you anymore. Uh, Johan then ordered his ships to attack Cecilia's pirate fleet. Okay. During the night of June 17th, 1579, Cecilia bribed her way through the Stockholm city walls to try to meet with Francisco. But the guards uh, set off alarms. The gates of Stockholm Castle were closed. Cecilia was chased into alleys and caught. She was brought to Johan, but he didn't punish her. Mm. The guards she bribed to get into Stockholm, however, were executed. Now, wait a minute. You have premarital sex, Mm -hmm. horrible, beaten, Mm -hmm. hair ripped out. Mm -hmm. You (laughs) end up negotiating with ships that really aren't yours as a pirate to become the governor of Luxembourg Mm -hmm. behind Johan's back. Mm -hmm. Nothing. That's right. That's Copy correct. That. Copy that. <laughs> Cecilia then returned to Baden with Edward. A few months later, Johann released Francisco. Uh, he stopped in Baden on his way back to Spain. Don't Nine do months that. later, Cecilia had a girl. <laughs> uh, Dave, as the human calculator, I'm going to need a minute. Yeah. Nine yeah. months Guess who's it is. after... 
You're the one. The Immaculate Conception. That's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ put a baby in Cecilia. I don't, by the way, I don't know if that's what the pitch is on Immaculate Conception. <laughs> it means Jesus fucked me. No, he's your babe. Mary, 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 Mary. He's been inside me. Okay, let's not. Well, we're cutting off his balls. <laughs> Boy, that's, that, that part of the Bible is weird. Yeah. Uh, 15-year-old Edward, he's now 15, wanted to avoid a scandal that could hurt his chances to be Margrave of Rodemack. So he put his new half-sister in a convent. Want to walk me through that? I'm a little confused myself. (laughs) Wait, okay. So he's... (laughs) This is great. It's like you're me. Finally. I do. Like, I don't remember this part. You want me to read it to you? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're first all up. Uh, so, uh, so Christopher's family is livid about the illegitimate child um, mm-hmm. that came just four years after the death of their son. Uh-huh. I guess you can't fuck after four years. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. And Johan would not let Cecilia back into Sweden. Cecilia and Edward stayed in Baden, living off money she got from her Arboga fiefdom. I don't know she, how she still has control of that, but she does. Well, it sounds like she just went down there and was like, I'm doing it now. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> in 1585, Johan went to uh, marry a woman of minor Swedish nobility. But she had never met him and was already engaged, so she refused the proposal. Wait, how, what... Uh... I don't mean to flag everything, but what? What does that mean? He, he just he, went there and he's he like, wanted, marry me. Yeah. He's like, and she's I like I'm engaged. He's like, well, this was foolhardy. <laughs> How are you? I'm Johan. Well, Johan then lost his shit and slapped her in the face with his glove. What, he dual slapped her? That actually happened? Yeah. Wow. Her family was forced to retract her refusal. She broke off her engagement and married Johan. Wow. What a great... What a great what a great marriage that must have been. <laughs> so much love. Love, love, too. Uh, Cecilia heard about this and made her opposition to the wedding known. So Johan now seized Arborga. <laughs> he fucking... After that! Yeah, I, that it, is when he... Because she said, I don't like the fact that you're forced marrying a lady. His laws make no sense. <laughs> so now she has no income, so she starts borrowing money. Poor butchers. Cecilia quickly got deep into debt. She couldn't support her younger sons and sent them to a school in Rome. Okay. Then in 1588, suddenly the Margrave of Rodemack was tossed out by Christopher's family and Edward was installed. Okay. So now she's back in. Edward then united Rodemack with the uh, Margrave of Baden and became Baden-Baden. I don't... I fucking... I, lo- I just looked at it. It just... Uh, the maps, uh, the whole thing is fucked. I, it made me very upset. But to consider it like New York, New York. <laughs> it's up to you, Baden. <laughs> Cecilia became one of his top diplomats. Okay. In 1590... That, by the way, eh, I'm a little wary of the hire. <laughs> in 1590, Cecilia's son Carl died of unknown causes at 21. 
1590. He choked on money. <laughs> In 1593, Edward married a local uh, non-noble woman, and Baden's leaders wanted a strategic marriage. They didn't like he was wasting money on expensive trips also. So Protestants in the Baden dynasty started to gain power. In 1594, the Protestants installed their own margrave in Baden-Baden, and Edward was now only in charge of Rodemack. Who knows? Yeah, I, it's hard. Just, Cecilia then went to Rome and appealed to the Pope as a fellow Catholic. <laughs> she's very, she's very Catholic. I mean, a meeting with the Pope. Yeah, because you she know, or whatever you guys believe. The point is, I mean, what we believe. The point is, I need something. Because uh, she wanted uh, the Pope to help her retake Baden-Baden. <laughs> the Pope was like, I don't know if you know what my deal is. Well, the Pope then asked Spain for help doing this, uh, but the Spanish did nothing. Cecilia kept working as a diplomat for Rodemack, uh, meeting with the most powerful people in Europe. She served as Rodemack's representative at the Assembly of the Holy Roman Empire. And it, I know, I didn't know uh, the it's Holy just, Roman Empire was still kicking it, but they were. the whole thing. I mean, uh, in 1599... We're plotting our comeback. <laughs> Act two. In 1599, Cecilia's son, Johann, died in battle at 27. He was a knight's hospitaller. Then in 1600, Edward died at 35 when he was drunk and fell down a stone staircase. That's how I want to go. Yeah, that's how I almost went last night. God, you used that garbage bag as a parachute, otherwise you'd have been gone. Uh, his brother, Philip, then took over Rodemach and tried to retake Baden-Baden, but he failed. Okay. Christopher's family took him prisoner and made one of Christopher's nephews the Margrave of Rodemach. Okay. Cecilia lived on an estate in Rodemach, but had absolutely no power. She was uh, given a modest pension, but still took out loans that she, str- <laughs> that she struggled to pay back. Who gives her Who's money? Her? Who is left? Just butchers. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, what is she doing? What happened to all the rubies? Uh, fuck, I don't know. I mean, she was making tons of money, so she was spending it all. I mean, I, she. I yeah. still can't. I, okay. I know. Her son, uh, Christopher, died at 43 in 1609. Now, uh, her only son left was Philip, who was in prison. In 1610, angry creditors in Luxembourg saw Cecilia in a carriage and chased her. Just when they were about to overtake her, she jumped from the carriage and ran across a field to Luxembourg's border oh, with Lorraine. What? She illegally crossed the border, and the creditors did not follow her. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's our Canadian plan, by the way. <laughs> we're just going to border run. I mean, it's just great when you're treating like this like a game of tag. It's like, no, she's on ghoul. <laughs> If there wasn't that invisible line. That's a good question. 109. Well, uh, she's around. She's in her 70s now, yeah. It's quite a run. Yeah, so if it's... (laughs) Seven? I mean, Jesus, God. If it's 1610, she... Yeah, she's exactly 70. Fuck, she's like Mick Mick Jagger out there. Honestly... If you're a creditor and you can't catch a 70-year-old woman jogging to a border, you don't deserve your money back. Uh, uh, so, 
So the uh, uh, so Cecilia continued to struggle uh, with heavy debt for years. In early no 16, in early sixteen eighteen, her uh, estate was seized by creditors. A few months later, the Thirty Years' War started, and Edward's son, Cecilia's grandson, seized control of all of Baden, including Rodemack, Baden Baden, and the other Margravates of what the fuck. So <laughs> Cecilia is now seventy seven years old, and she got her estate back in Rodemack. Oh boy. <laughs> In oh, boy. In 1620... <laughs> I'm a pirate! <laughs> I'm batted to the bone! In 1620, Philip died at the age of 53. Cecilia outlived all of her sons. Jesus. The daughter she'd been forced uh, to place in a convent was still alive. She had become a nun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In 16... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. what else is going to happen it's there? A, it's a symptom of what you've done. Yeah. In 1622, Cecilia briefly reunited with her now 43-year-old daughter, who she hadn't seen since birth. Wow. Uh, Cecilia lived in her Rodemack estate, where she spent her last years in comfort. In 1627, she traveled to Brussels for medical treatment, and uh, on January 27th, died in Brussels at the age of 86, which for back then is fucking crazy. crazy. Uh, her body was buried under a church in Rodemack, where it still lies today. And she still robs. And she still robs. <laughs> her grandson, William, remained the Margrave of Baden for another 50 years until his death. William had at least 19 children, whose descendants, <laughs> whose descendants went on to become major European royals, including the Tsars, Alexander I and Nicholas I of Russia, Kaiser Wilhelm of Germany. Wow. Now you know where the crazy came from. Wow. The fucking Kaiser Wilhelm. Oh, my God. Uh, and the current kings of Holland and Spain. Wow. Jesus Christ. That's, I mean, that's why you go with 19. Yeah, right? Uh, in 1953, 12 generations and more than four centuries after Cecilia's death, one of her direct descendants became the United... Kingdom's second Queen Elizabeth. That's... Wait. Dave. Dave. Well, well, welly well. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is a way interesting ending, huh? <laughs> I feel like, and I feel like it is the ending, which is a problem. I'd love to hear more. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, I want to thank researcher Jeremy Tremor, uh, and then uh, some of the books I've already named, but the, a narrative of the journey of Cecilia, Princess of Sweden, to the court of Queen Elizabeth by James Bell, Princess Cecilia's visitation to England, fifteen sixty-five to fifteen sixty-six by Nathan Martin, Princess Cecilia Vaza, uh, and the Queen Elizabeth of England by Ian Keller. And Queen Elizabeth and a Swedish Princess by Ethel Seaton. Jesus Christ. Um. everybody it's gareth you know from this uh this podcast uh listen i've got some stand-up shows i'm inviting the garmy the gareth army 
to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there hey there people listening to the dollop uh this is gareth yes this same guy i listen i have a new podcast called we're here to help that i'm doing with my friend jake johnson it's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't but we try to help people with problems that are important to them you can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts and it is out right now so go listen to we're here to help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 